Welcome to the Dominion of His Voice podcast with Desi Schneider. What I have on my heart for today is a pretty exciting reality. It is a pretty exciting news. It is news that has made us brand new. It is a reality that we now have of God, that God's reality, God's mindset, God's outlook is actually now ours. If we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God. What Paul is writing to the Corinthians is a brand new reality. It is a reality that never was before to us. It is a reality that we now attained in Christ, that at our new birth, we became born again, so that we now partake of the body of Christ, so that we now have his spirit, so that we now have his thoughts, his mind, the very mind of Christ, and so that we now have his very emotions, the expressions of the Holy Spirit, which is pure joy. So we now have his divine walk on earth. And so we now do these divine works of God that do not fail because they are spurred and they come forth from love. Let's go to the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we'll start at verse 13. For by one spirit, we were baptized into one body. We're baptized into the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. That we are now partakers of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit now is our drink. That the Holy Spirit now is the flow in which we flow. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. And so in verse 15, Paul writes, If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed, they are many members, yet one body. So in this new reality, there's no more striving to be something that we're not. There's no more competing with another because we are members individually. God has made us exactly as we are so. God has made us to fit 
a particular momentum and a movement of the body of Christ, whether if we're an eye, then we're part of the seeing. If we're an ear, then we are part of the hearing. If we are of the hand, then we're part of his divine touch. So we now have an assigned moment in God. And so this new reality is a reality where we actually get to express who we truly are and not be living behind a masquerade, a pretense to be someone that we're not. In Christ, we have a liberty. Here in verse 27, now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And because we are members individually, each member has been given a freedom to be exactly who God made them to be. And that's why Paul in the book of Galatians in chapter 5, 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you, if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. What Paul is saying is that each member now has a freedom to drink of the Spirit, to be able to flow in the flow that the Spirit has designed them to be, to be able to do the works of faith that are done through the love of God, so that no longer I do things of my flesh which avail nothing, but I now am being led by the Spirit to give full expression of the call of God in my life. So this brand new reality that we have in Christ is a reality where we get to live out the call of God in our life. That we are now free in Christ not to be subject to the bondage of the flesh, which is pure confusion, and not knowing who we are, but now to be children of the Spirit, born of the Spirit, to be able to give the call of God full expression. In Romans 5, Paul writes, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Here we have an encouragement to be able to stand in this grace that God has given to us. The grace that we are now in the body of Christ, the grace by which we have been fashioned to express the works of the body of Christ on earth, whether it's through sight, whether it's through hearing, whether it's through a particular walk, if it's through the preaching of the word, that we now stand in this grace by faith. And this is the liberty that we have now to be able to rejoice in hope of the glory of God, that we now have a full assurance this word hope is not wishful thinking, but is a full assurance, an assurance that will walk out the call of God. And in verse 3, qualifies that the call of God is not always the easiest walk, but is the most fulfilling walk. Because Paul writes here, And not only that, 
but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And so this reality that we have, that we were given to at this new birth in Christ, is a reality of great hope. It's a reality of perfect assurance, a hundred percent guarantee that as we glory in the call of God, as we stand in this grace in the body of Christ, we also would walk through tribulation and we'll glory in it, not because woe is us, but because we recognize this tribulation is working for us a far greater weight of glory that is producing a godly character. And this godly character is producing this hope, this assurance, this trust in God that would not disappoint us. Why? Because the love of God is in us now. The love of God that does not fail lives and abides in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's why Paul says, stand free in this love. Stand free in Christ. Stand free in this new reality. Because you know, if we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the tail end of it, verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So what is this new reality in Christ? It is one that does not disappoint. It is one that is walked out and it is never in vain, but it is a full assurance of great victory that this Christ life always leads us into triumph so that we be immovable. And that word immovable is to be firm to be without movement, without change, shifting from one moment to another. It is to be truly steadfast. And the word steadfast is not given to fluctuation, not moving off course. And so this work that we do is not in vain. It is not empty. It is not void. It is not worthless. Why? Because we have learned through glorying in the tribulations that come our way, that they are indeed bred to us so that we be immovable, so that we abound in the work of the Lord, so that we'll fulfill the call of God. Because if God be for us, who can be against us? So this new reality that we have in Christ is pure glory. It is pure dominion. So set your mind on this new reality and behold that all things have truly become new to you. You are living a brand new moment. Get to know your new moment. Do not consider the old. Let the past be in the past and let the new take over. Let this new reality, let this new life of Christ Grow in you so big that all you see is this divine nature blossoming into 
pure joy, into pure submission to the will of God, into pure humility, so that God will exalt you in due time, so that God would demonstrate Himself through you today. Thank you for coming alongside of me today and listening to this podcast, The Dominion of His Voice with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.